Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's up, what's up? How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? It's Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Nation Radio. More importantly, Steelers Blitz. And as always with the Z, wherever you find your podcast, make sure you go ahead and download that because that's what today's show and all of our shows will be formatted as. But as we always like to do, we like to have a very interactive show, man, that is filled with a lot of facts, a lot of non-facts, but more importantly, a lot of laughter. So, the way we like to keep this show interactive is on the Twitter.com, and the best way to hit us up is at DaBody52. DaBody. And at Wesley Euler. Da good hair. And how we live in my good hair, partner? Fantastic. The sun is out in Pittsburgh today. Now, don't get too excited, because it'll be like four degrees outside and, and, and nasty here before we know it, but it's a beautiful day. It's New Year's. There's still nobody in our building, so we got the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> I think it's us and young Jacob down the hallway. Uh, sound about right. Sound about right. And it's, of course, a Motos Wednesday, one of my favorite days of the week. I'm fired up, cousin. I'm ready to roll. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that, man. How you doing? I, I, well, I'm laughing because you're always the weather guy, but you always get it wrong, just like the weather people. Uh-oh. You know? Well, so it's maybe, always that, maybe that's my real calling. Yeah, you're always like, hey, man, it's the last beautiful day. Was it supposed, oh, hey, man, the weather is really nice here. all week? Well, it's supposed to be in the 40s and 50s all week, actually. For this time of year, that's nice. I'll even take it. until next week. But I already figured, you know, you know how that goes, man. So, yeah, man, you know, other than that, man, life is good, man. Some but, um, might say Pittsburgh is the new Calabasas. I mean, that's what I've been told. I don't want it to be Calabasas. I like Pittsburgh to be Pittsburgh, personally. <laughs> keep the Calabasas people over there in Calabasas. Keep them over there. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, we yeah, want to keep the Pittsburgh exactly, people. Exactly, yeah. Maybe just the Calabasas weather. 
keep that Calabasas over there because that's going to attract the Calabasas people. Well, I'm point. cool on point. that. You're good. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you you want right. the Calabasas? Right. I stand yeah. down. Yeah, we 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 vibe a certain way over here, which you know how we do. You know what I'm saying? We don't complain when it's a casual when it's a casual weather day of 50 degrees and raining. Nah. We're like, yo, this is a beautiful day out here. <laughs> like, this is great. Calabasas, they're gonna be complaining, mm. putting a damper on our weather, and we ain't got time for that. No, no, no. We no, got no, enough no. complainers already. That, we that ain't that the truth. Holy smokes! But anywho, man, I'm excited because. Obviously, man, we got a lot to talk about today, man. Um, got big-time news, big-time action as pertains to interior D linemen. That is plural. Then we also have uh, action as it pertains to our matchup versus the Ravens. A little if it, if it flex. Hit him with it, hit him with it. So, you know, we got plenty that we're going to dive into. But uh, the first thing I did want to address was the fact that my man, my dog, Cam Hayward, Named AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Can mm-hmm. we give him a round of applause, please? There we go. Bravo. Bravo, good fella. Bravo. Bravo. I mean, of course, it's no surprise it's that, that Mr. Cameron Hayward would be getting that type of recognition after his performance because, let's be real, man, the dude, in the way that I like to put it, bored out. Yes, he did. Yes, he did in terms of leading the Steelers on defense. To that 13-10 victory versus the Raiders, and obviously we know who the Raiders had in terms of passing attack, but more importantly, their rushing attack. And for Cam, man, seven tackles, three of them for a loss, two sacks, and don't forget that one pass defended that he oh, had yeah. as well. And on top of that, he was the only AFC defender to record multiple sacks in Week 16. I mean, the Wiley veteran just continues to age like fine wine. And then on top of his on-field performance where he was absolutely dominant, I told you beat the drum with Dylan Parm, uh, their left guard, rookie out of Memphis. It was bad at times for that young man. But that was just one part of it. Then you also had Cam, the the, the, the guy that could pull on the heartstrings a little bit. Yes. The, the guy that understands how, how, how to move the needle from an emotional standpoint. The guy that understands how to run out with that flag. I tell you, if ever there's a time where you got to have somebody run out with a flag or a jersey, it's only two people I want doing it in Pittsburgh. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, okay. Cam Hayward. One of them two because they set the scene right. They always run out. It just looks right when they're running with the flags or the jerseys. And they always ball out when they run out with the flags or the jerseys. crowd pop. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you just feel a certain way. I'm like, yeah. If anything, it's got to be one of them two. Agreed. You know what I mean? Because they just fire with the way that they do it like that. But like I said, I mean, it was just a, a cool scene, though, for a guy like Cam to get this type of recognition after all the emotions that took place on Saturday night. Like I said, on and off the field. And Cam is one of those guys that has been here for so long. He had a personal relationship with Franco. Yeah, so absolutely. you talk about it meaning extra for a guy like him, regardless of the playoff conversation, regardless of Coach Tomlin's winning, uh, non-losing season conversation, regardless of any of that. The fact that this man had to go out there, you know, heavy-hearted and put on the way that he did, man, I thought that was really impressive, man. So I definitely wanted to lead off the show, giving him his kudos, man. But what say you about Mr. Cam here receiving this type of accolade? Completely agree. Well-deserved. I think the timing of it is fantastic because for our uh, our P1s here, you know, our power grid, our megawatts, those who listen to the show often and regularly – you remember we talked about Cam and his nomination for Walter Payton Man of the Year a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. One of those things, too, Motsi, was you know how you laid out the history of it of, listen, not only do you have to be doing great things in the community and off the field, mm-hmm. but don't kid yourself. You got you to perform on the field to get this. Yes, you, know, you, you read down the list of people do. who have won that award over the year, and it's like Hall of Famer after All-Pro uh-huh. after Hall of Famer after All-Pro. So I think the timing of this – 
in that vein is awesome as well, too. Down the stretch, December, crunch time, when everyone's really in tune. You know, this is when it matters most for Cam to go out and put on a performance like that. I think it was great for the emotional and the leadership side and, and what we all know. I mean, there's there's a reason why I think all of us right now, okay, not all of us, but if you went around Steeler Nation here in Pittsburgh, across the country, worldwide, and you ask people, who right now to you most personifies the Pittsburgh Steelers on this team? Mozi, I bet you 97%, you see what I did there, of the listeners or the pollsters would say Cam Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Would say Cam Kenny Pickett. Man. You know they're gonna say Kenny Pickett. I don't know why you lying like that. Ninety-seven percent. Boy, you no, better stop. I didn't stop. ask who their favorite yeah. Steeler like, hey, was. Man, who, who, who represents Pittsburgh the best? Kenny Pickett. Why? Who? Most... He won the championship. <laughs> See, you're just trying to get me fired up on this. You know Wednesday. that's what they say. You know they did. You know they say that. But for those <laughs> yeah. same people, Cam Hayward, his dad went to Pitt. How about that? How about that? I'm saying, but you say a current player. Of right now, if you were to pull and, and, and tweet, tweet us about, I know you try to get me fired up. <laughs> tweet us, tweet us about this too. If you if you agree, disagree, whatever, this yeah. would be a good topic for the twitters. But mm-hmm. I I do think if you pulled Steelers fans and asked, hey, which which member of the team right now most personifies the Pittsburgh Steelers to you? I think Cam Hayward would comfortably win uh, that conversation, that debate, that discussion, that vote. Um, for him to have that, you know, like you said, to to carry out the flag, like I think we all expected. And then to go out there and lead the way. He was the best player on that field for 60 minutes. He gets the recognition uh, that he deserves in terms of AFC Player of the Week. Only player in the conference with multiple sacks last week. Of course, a couple TFLs in there. A pass defensed. Um, For him to do that when the Steelers needed him most on an emotional night like that. When the entire football world was watching. Hopefully that helps his Walter Payton Man of the Year case as well too. Uh, it, it was great. It was well deserved, and I, you know, I do think one of these days, hopefully not soon, but one of these days, because as you and I discuss all the time, the only uh, people that are undefeated in this world are Father Time and the chefs at the Steelers cafeteria. This is also true. One day, Cam Hayward will retire, and we'll have to say goodbye to Big Number Ninety Seven. I, I think Saturday night, Christmas Eve against the Raiders, will be one of those moments that we talk about in the future when we look back at Cam's career. Uh, and it's it's great to see him get the recognition from from across the league as well. Yeah, I would agree with that, man. And, you know, going back to what you were talking about in terms of the Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff, it is really important for him to finish the season off strong the way that he is, man, because this is when those votes start to end up. <laughs> you know, and they start to, 100%. Start to round them up, like, tally them like up. It's like the Heisman Trophy Absolutely, race, right? Like man. what you do in September is not equal to what you do in November. Absolutely, When man. you're talking about the Heisman Trophy, it's it's the same thing with, with these NFL awards. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, man. And, you know, that's the beauty of this sport and of the way the season is structured. You do get a chance to kind of change the narrative. You do get a chance to, you know, just put an exclamation point on your case, so to speak. And that is sort of, uh, in a sense, what Cam is doing right now. Um, You think about these final two games down the stretch. Obviously, we know postseason is still very much at play, just depending on how two teams do. You know, and that is a beautiful situation when you think about where this team was and all the people that had jumped ship, you know, burnt their jerseys, 
was ready for the draft, and now they're coming back like, all right, I think I believe a little bit, maybe. I think I, 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 think I like what I see. Uh, well, maybe we can know, get in. You I mean, never the Seahawks know, right? can beat the Jets, oh, definitely. Oh, That's a revenge game for Geno oh, Smith, no problem. Oh, well, just, we, need, we need the Bills to beat the Patriots oh, in the last week of the season, right? Oh, but Buffalo, oh, they're going to be playing for the first-round bye, so they're going to still oh, want to win that game. Oh, we need the Dolphins to lose both of their mm-hmm. games. Well, two is in concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wish two oh, all the best. But oh, for the Steelers, I mean— It's funny how that works, huh? It's, it's, it's funny. It's funny, man. All of a sudden, they're back. Man, like the Godfather. Yeah. Just when I thought I was out, ah. pull me back in. See, I like to go with the term of some people have backbones and some people don't. You know? And uh, as we can see, the ones that wave it back and forth, back and forth, well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the... Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Welcome to the party, pal. You know? But that's just a part of the game. That's a part of how life works. But um, no, And that's part of being a fan, too. Yeah, for some. Absolutely. It, 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 I mean, you... I, I get that aspect of it, of... Sometimes the frustration and the okay, what's next? No, this you, isn't no, working no, out. No, what's no, next? No, 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 no. You're trying to justify it. What I'm speaking uh, on, I, 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 I'll tell you specifically. No, no, no. Let me tell you specifically what I'm speaking on. Okay. You got a diehard and you have a fan. Everybody claims to be diehard. Diehard don't do what you're talking about though. That's so, a good point. so you can you can justify it no, for them, but right. I don't agree with it. Yeah, I think there's a difference between a diehard fan and a so to speak fair weather fan. No, that's fair. And I think at times we do get a chance to see that. Not that we're going to do that today, but I do feel like at times we get to see that. So, like I said, either way, welcome back, everybody, that that was playing around, that now y'all back in here. You know, use better judgment next time. Use better judgment next time. Listen, man, you only get 17 of these things That's what I'm saying. So it's like to to throw a tantrum and be like, man, I don't care. I ain't watching no more. I've told you that before. And then you before. come back and it's like, bro, what? What are you that's, doing? That's that's the curse of, like, if football is your favorite sport, like I imagine the majority of the people of that listen things, here. Man. Especially if you're like Moats and I, and you rock with a college team as well, too, you yeah. get 12 of those things. You ain't got a lot, man. It's like, bro, I'm, I'm locked in regardless. I might be mad. I might be upset, but I still care. You're hurting yourself thinking if you're hurting. Right. If you think you're hurting them by not watching, you're only hurting I can yourself. Miss, I can miss a couple Pens games. Uh, uh, they play 82 exactly. of them things. Exactly. You'll be good. I can miss a couple of... Pirates games. Uh, just, a, just a few. I'm good. I don't have that luxury as it pertains to football, though. So I'm going to make sure that I'm aware and I'm in tune for all of them. And when it gets good, like how it is getting down this stretch where we're feeling all of these beautiful situations, this is what you want. And you know what those same people, you know what they'll be saying in February, March, oh, and here, April? Man, I miss football. Oh, man, I wish we... Man, just one more game, man. Man, I miss the Steelers. Man, I, I can't. Watch the Steelers. Where OTA start, man? I can't. I'm a, I can't wait to show up. I want to see this OTA practice. But anywho, anywho, <laughs> I did want to, like I said, though. No, <laughs> I want to see the OTA practice. That, to be fair, is difficult. Yeah, you're gonna but, need. But, you're but gonna you need know, it. people do that though. They, they do. T- tell me, t- we host shows live from down there because of the. Enthusiasm surrounding said practice. Most remember last year. Last yes. year at OTAs, there was somebody set up Standing outside out the, the fence, door, absolutely bumping their own absolutely. music. Like like they had their own little picnic set up we just got, to watch practice. We bro. walked out there and we were like, yes. "Oh, practice doesn't start for another yes. hour. They got the tunes playing already." Okay. And and one so, of the Steelers. So, so don't you tell me. One of the Steelers grounds people was like, "No, that's, there's a fan out there who's bumping really, tunes." Right. So, so don't you tell me. Okay. All right. They show up OTAs. I all about that. If they like, could be that there for OTAs. From? They're gonna be. My man really had the beat. He was like, I, it wasn't even no crazy music either. It was no. like, yo, what is going on, bro? Yeah. It was kind of like Coach Prime. You yes. know how Coach Prime has his theme music yes. with him wherever it, he goes? It, it this, was definitely that vibe, This fan man. just had their theme music it with him. It was definitely that vibe. It was definitely that vibe. So, once again, 
This is why you watch each and every game in the season, regardless of how you might think the team right. should be performing, man. That's right. Because you don't get a lot of these opportunities each and every year. Nope. But once again, though, man, big time kudos to Ken Hayward, man. Super deserving of this. And, you know, for him, another beautiful matchup this week. Talk about Baltimore. Um, obviously, the game being flexed. That is going to be a critical moment for him to continue on. Not just his trajectory for a Pro Bowl. That's just his trajectory to potentially be an All-Pro. But also when you're talking about winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, you put together another performance like this against Baltimore. And then another one or similar capacity versus Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Man, I think that it increases his chances a lot. But obviously, we'll have to see how that thing plays out, man. But once again, big time shout out to him. We also had some more important news as pertains to Steel Nation. But wait, there's more. You know, because we got a lot of Steel News as pertains to Steel Nation, man. Always. Always. Stillers never sleep. But this one comes in the form of a potential running mate no longer potentially going to be joining the squad. A okay. guy that, that uh, has blood ties to the organization. I see where you go. I was confused there for a half second. I see where you're going. I like to play. You know, I like to play. Let me play for a little bit, man. You know, this guy has blood ties to the organization, man. Multifaceted. (laughs) It would have been historic. I mean, this is a guy that we've been eyeing up for multiple seasons now. There's been uh, a lot of photoshops of this guy. It it, it has been. And and listen, if you watched him play his last home game, his last home game. You would have thought that this man had rewinded the clock. And I actually was just talking about this gentleman a week ago because I was like, man, I think he priced himself out of the Steelers market Mm. because of how well he looked on tape. Mm. But, ladies and gentlemen, that player that I'm referring to with blood ties to the Steelers, that player that I'm referring to that potentially was making an alignment for free agency to bring him to Pittsburgh with his brothers. What? Sounds like what, but more like what? What? I'm talking J.J. White, ladies and gentlemen. It's looking like it's official tissue, but either way, we'll find out. But J.J. White did tweet out on December 27th at 10.49 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, by the way. That was not Eastern Standard Time. Just want to throw that out there. But he had tweeted out what appears to be his final farewell to his NFL career. Um, Put out that his son, Coy, had his first ever NFL home game. He followed that line by saying that it was his last ever NFL home game. Oh, no. Says that his heart is filled with nothing but love and gratitude. It's been an absolute honor and pleasure with a picture of him, his wife, and his son. And then a picture of him, his wife's son. And I believe that is, oh, yeah, that's definitely a Papa Watt and Mama Watt out there in AZ. And obviously the reports from there have, you know, went on and it has been on every major network from uh, yesterday when this announcement was made to now with us even talking about it. But um, I think a little bit of a surprise in some elements because of, like I said, how well he had just played in his previous game. But then at the same time, we could understand if he did decide to make this statement because of the injuries that he's had to overcome and endure and he's put together to me a without question first ballot hall of fame career anybody debated i'm just kind of like debate yourself debate yourself uh, i am yep. all the way there with that one literally debate yourself man debate yourself because this is jj freaking what we're yeah, talking about i think about. the better question is like is he one of the best 20 yeah, defensive players exactly. in nfl top 10 that's, defensive player that's in NFL the history. conversation we're talking yeah. about with jj yeah. why anything else debate yourself debate yourself period <laughs> debate a wall but 
but it was pretty dope, man. Um, like I said, man, just in the sense of if this is it, because obviously we know with Twitter and at times, man, people put messages out there and it can be a little bit of gray area like this because he doesn't just clearly say, hey, I'm retired. But we've also seen people say I'm retired and, and then, then change their minds a few Absolutely. months later. <clears throat> Tom Brady. <clears throat> yeah, we've seen Tom Brady do that. We also saw Cole Beasley do that. He retired twice in the same season. <laughs> okay. And now, and now he's catching passes for the Buffalo Bills currently. And he, he said did. hard retirement. He said it hard. Like, oh, yeah, that's man. Funny. That's yeah. funny. So we know with this thing, it it, it is very yeah. fluid. Everybody so wants to, speak, to be man. like Mike. I mean, yeah, you know. everybody is fluid with this. So for JJ, if this is truly it, man, he's had a heck of a career. Like I said, above reproach to me without question. First battle Hall of Famer. The question is, where does he fall in terms of top 10 defenders, top 20 defenders all the time? Yep. He's in that conversation I to me. 100% agree. And as a guy that has never played with J.J., but I've obviously played against him, um, obviously played in the league a long time. As he was in the league, he came in, I believe it was in 11, which would have been right after moi. Right after okay? the best draft right, class in right after, history, Right after moi. No, no, no. That class is pretty fine. Ain't go fake. They, they got a fire class as well. 11 class got some names in it, okay? They got some names. I'm saying I like my class a little bit better. But they got some names, okay? They definitely got some names in their class. But the thing for me, man, is um, when you just reflect on JJ, man, he is one of those guys that when you talk about changing the game, when you talk about impacting the game across the D-line, the trenches, outside of Lawrence Taylor, we hadn't seen that. Up until he came back around, Reggie White did it absolutely. But we hadn't seen, man. It just felt like forever since a true interior D lineman took over the game. And this is one of those guys that could play five technique, could play four technique, could play the three. You could bump him over there, over the center at times if you wanted to. Wherever the matchup was, and it was favorable for JJ, the Texans were going to line him up there. The Cardinals, even and in their recent history with JJ, would line him up there because he was that type of player, that type of athlete. And then when you talk about just the tenacity and the consistency, three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Three-time. It's only been two other guys to do that. Aaron Donald, who we know who he is, and Lawrence Taylor, who we all know who he is. So this is not, you know, one of those – Oh, just a run-of-the-mill players that's, that's stepping off into the sunset that we talk about. And you know how it goes when a player retires. You talk about him way better than when he was active. No, 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 no. J.J., he, he, he's in a different tier. And rightfully so, man. But like I said, man, you think about what he did in terms of his productivity. Then I think about his perseverance, the injuries that he sustained. He wasn't having regular injuries. Man, this dude was having major major injuries, man, that he was having to come back for, question if he could even walk. I remember those conversations with mm-hmm. TJ in 20, uh, 2017 when uh, JJ was coming back from that major knee injury that he had sustained. And it was like, man, is he even going to be able to walk again? Is he even going to be, like, forget playing, just the simple stuff. And to see him come back and still play multiple seasons after that type of stuff, man, just was really time, was really kudos to him. But then the thing that, you know, for me touches home is his philanthropic side. Because that's something that I relate to heavily, and especially understanding at this level, man, there are so many organizations. There are so many people that are more than deserving of our time, our resources, and there are plenty of reasons to still say no. There are plenty of reasons to turn and be like, man, look, I just don't have the desire. I don't have the energy. I just don't want to do it. Like, all these other things. But for JJ, man, you look at his track record off the field in terms of philanthropic, in terms of uh, philanthropy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you see the impact this guy made. We obviously will talk about 
you know, um, everything that happened in Houston, specifically when the weather got crazy bad down there and, you know, his efforts to really spearhead the fundraising efforts for that, along with adding some compensation from his own, you know, sure. pocket sure. to help out. Those are the things where it's just like, man, that doesn't he don't have to do that. You think a guy got to do that to be great in the league? Heck no. But those are the overachievers. And when you get an overachiever like that with what he can do on the field, that's how you get a guy that's talked about the way that he's talked about league-wide, man. And like I said, man, it was just dope to, to be able to at least witness yeah. this player through this generation, man, because not everybody's going to get to see a J.J. Watt live in his prime. Not everybody gets to see that, man. When he was going off for 15-plus sacks multiple seasons in a row, we like, bro, he's doing this as a D lineman. Mm-hmm. What is happening here? Mm-hmm. Like, that was different. It made it less weird to see Aaron Donald do it, and that's the crazy part because we know what AD is, but it didn't even seem far-fetched when AD started doing it because we had seen J.J. Watt do it. <laughs> Just have, think about to that, To have man. those two, like, I mean, what, I think J.J. Watt's two, two years, years. Two yeah, years older than Aaron. To have those two mm-hmm. essentially have the same era in the NFL, I mean— my goodness. It's, Look, it's insane. My, my goodness. If we're going to be real about it, I was just leading off with Cam Hayward. If it wasn't for those two guys, Cam Hayward is viewed totally different in the NFL. Let's be real. Cam, he's, he's, probably, can, he's, probably like a, he's probably a first ballot Hall of yeah, Famer you can never, without those two you guys. You can't talk about Cam and love on Cam the way that we want to because you got these two freakazoids and what they've done to the position. And when you look at their numbers for everyone else, you're like, bro, this doesn't make sense. No, How could you guys do this? It's insane. <laughs> and, and, and and even sometimes I think J.J. Watt has been, I don't want to say diminished, but Aaron Donald's greatness has maybe yeah. taken some attention uh-huh. where where you're right. I mean, because oh, okay, okay, I was just going to say, yeah. I believe he's the only player in NFL history with multiple 20-plus sack yeah, uh-huh. seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Only player in NFL history with multiple 20-plus yeah. uh, sack seasons. I mean, his 2014 year, Motsi, might be the greatest year for a defender ever. Hey, that was one of the years he won NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He had 20 and a half sacks. Um, he had four forced fumbles. He had an interception. He scored five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's that's my favorite thing I think a lot of people don't know about J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Houston in 2014 would line yeah. him up at tight end in goal mm-hmm. line situations. He had hold on, I pulled it up here because because oh, yeah. I, I had to look. This is just it's it's hilarious. 2014 JJ Watt receiving three targets, mm-hmm. three receptions, four yards, three touchdowns. Oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> also had a pick six and a scoop six, so he scored mm-hmm. five touchdowns in absolutely, 2014. Man. Defensive absolutely. player of the year, 20 and a half sack. He was just a freakazoid. We use that term a lot, mm-hmm. but he is truly one of those like visiting from another planet type dudes. Oh, no question, man. No question. That's what makes him such a unique player. And that's even why to the point where think about how great TJ Watt is. And it's like, TJ, can you be better than your brother, though? <laughs> yeah, you've that. been defensive player of the year. Cool. Can, can you be, be better, better than your brother, than your brother? though? <laughs> like, that's literally the conversation. Like, but that's JJ Watt. That's what he brought to the table, man. And it, to me, man, he's one of those guys where. I always had a crazy respect for him because he does it the right way. Plays the game with his hair on fire. Studies the game like a madman. Everybody knows how hard he works in the offseason. He's a guy that doesn't cheat the game. And as players, man, that have played this game for a long time, especially guys that, you know, when you talk about getting into the league, obviously we know first round is you get certain type of of things rolled out for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Regardless of... If you deserve it or not, that's just a part of the process. And not everybody takes that with the same level of um, 
of appreciation. Sure. Some guys sure. take it for granted, and sure. that's why the league averages what it is, two and a half years, and that's for first-round draft picks to undraft the free agents because not everybody takes it serious. Everybody's talented. But to see a guy like J.J. to come in with the hype, with the pomp and circumstance, but still have that workman-like mentality as if he was a six-rounder, seventh-rounder, undrafted guy. Sure, That's the beauty of it. That's what makes guys like him, guys like Aaron Donald, guys like T.J. Watt so special. When you have that type of talent with that type of work ethic and that type of mentality that, hey, man, I have to prove it. Every week. That's scary, man, because not everybody has that, man. It's so easy to become complacent, too, at this level because, like you said, man. I'm a great player. High school, college, everywhere you go, you the man. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you the man. And now you're here, and it's like now you become the man at this level. It's easy to let that go to your head, man, easy. But for J.J., man, to just see how he continued to press forward, how he continued to just stay hungry and stay committed to this game and stay true to the game, that's the thing that, like I said, I just – respect so much about him man because i know that's not an easy thing to continue doing i completely agree rod, rod dollar tweets don't forget central michigan once upon a time had jj watt at tight end and antonio brown at wide receiver yeah this is before jj went yeah, to wisconsin absolutely. of course obviously. and then um that, and then eight funny. yeah that is funny absolutely man absolutely Oh, but that, I mean, that speaks to his work ethic too that you were just mm-hmm. talking about. That he that he went to Central Michigan as a tight end was like this ain't it. Walked on to Wisconsin and is now without a doubt going to be an NFL Hall of Famer and one of the best careers we've seen. No, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. So shout out to JJ Watt J. and J. his Hall of Fame career, man. If this is truly it, one more for year. him. Come on, one more year. Come on, or spend time with your wife and kid. They'll like Pittsburgh for a few months. Or you could spend time with your wife and kid, man. Yeah, but then he need to spend time with his brothers. I mean, you're married. I don't have a brother though. <laughs> I got you're a sister. Married. That's all I'm saying. You're, you're married. <laughs> you're married. That's you're it. Married. You're right. That's okay, it. <laughs> you're married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for every for every person that's gonna be tweeting, oh come out of time, JJ, one more time. You see what happened to Tom Brady? Now, now everybody's like, oh man, oh, oh, no. oh I feel so bad. Oh, oh, oh. No. Now, now everybody want to feel bad about Brady coming back, but everybody, everybody loved it in the moment though. Let that man go. If, if he is truly done, <laughs> let that man go home and be husband and dad. Okay? That's oh, all I'm saying. Tom Brady catching strays out here. Because everybody was doing the same thing. Were they not? One more year, Brady. Giselle hey, understand. On. You got it. She'll understand. No big deal. She'll understand. She understood, all right? Yeah. So, anywho, we're going to go to break. When we come back, though, start talking a little bit of this Ravens matchup that we got coming up. But either way, it's Arthur Moss, Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. 